Welcome to Grab Life Big. Grab Life Big. The exclusive podcast for healthy, wealthy, generous men who choose to lead epic life. Or as a few of us say, badass rich guys who do epic shit. And now, your host, Pat Hybin. What's up, guys? Let's go over the event schedule here first. I got the Fambundant Solar Eclipse Adventure, August 17th to 22nd. Special guest, Caleb Maddox. He's an incredible 15-year-old. He's got a massive, massive YouTube following. If your kids are not following Caleb Maddox, they need to. He will be there with his father. He is an incredible guy. Also, I got uh, the Tribal Gathering in Austin, Texas. Just announced Tucker Max. Uh, he wrote a couple books. One is Assholes Finish First, and I hope they serve beer in hell. Not necessarily the role model that uh, we want all you guys to follow, but, you know, you either love him or hate him. If you hate him, uh, maybe because he probably gave you or your spouse some sort of venereal disease. Allegedly, uh, he has uh, thrown away his behaviors, and he is now... A serious businessman and family man and you have an ability to talk to him in an intimate setting I uh, get to know him he's got this company book in a box where he's creating books for people now that can sell a ton and for all the controversy that he did cause he sold a ton probably an incredible amount of books an incredible amount of books his first book was on New York Times bestseller list like a very very long time so that is going to be happening then and then we got the couples trip again, you know, might be one spot there. Reach out to Melanie and find out, out about that. And we got South Africa, probably a spot or two. If anybody you know is interested, depending on if this lodge we're staying at is full or not, but uh, you can reach out to Melanie about that. That is going to be a crazy, crazy trip. We got 15 GoBros already signed up for 10 days in South Africa. Amazing. And then, of course, our winter adventure in Steamboat Springs, Colorado. Yeah, we got the Fan Bundance families January 13th to 16th. And then we got the Go Bundance Brothers. That's you, January 16th through 19th. And uh, we are definitely limiting this to 100 people. So definitely uh, get your deposit in now. Only costs a grand to put your deposit in. We are working on uh, a killer speaker list. You know, by the names again, if everybody likes Tucker. Garrett Gunderson is speaking, who wrote Killing Sacred Cows and has an incredible company, The Wealth Factory. He's all about money and making money and saving money, investing money. And, of course, our boy Hal Elrod hopefully will be there, uh, dependent on upon how he's recovering. But he will be in Austin, too, by the way. So, you know, if you want to check out Hal, that's where he lives. So he should be there at the summer event there. Another reason to go to Austin. But we need... A group. We're putting together a group, and we want it to be GoBros. We don't want it to be elders. We want it to be GoBros because you guys understand, you know, oh, I didn't like that speaker last time, or I didn't like the way you guys did this, or this thing seemed like a waste of time. We really want your input. So we're looking at almost up to 10 GoBros. And the benefit is, you know, you get to help create our January event. And because there's 10 people, it's not like, you know, we're going to like stick you with a massive amount of work. We're just looking for your input and your creativity and your help a little bit and helping us put this whole thing together. And we want a lot of different opinions. So if you want to be somebody, one of maybe 10 or so people, 
that helps plan the Steamboat event, please reach out to Melanie, Melanie at GoBundance.com. And yeah, so anyways, we're already starting to work on some incredible trips for uh, 2018. And definitely you want to get your uh, bucket list items checked if you haven't already for 2017 because there's some amazing things there. And one more thing, guys, please go to the Facebook page and just in the search bar, just type in Pillar Killer or if you look to the top, it's saved to the top and fill out the form that we have for Pillar Killers. And what a Pillar Killer is, is, you know, someone in the tribe, there's 130 members now. Of the members that you know, who is a person that represents our six pillars? Age-defying health, boom, there's a guy in my head I think of already. You know, think of like an older dude that looks like a 20-year-old. Or think of just someone who is like daily doing what's right to live forever. Extreme accountability, boom, who called you out on something recently? Nominate them, right? Easy, genuine contribution. Who's out there giving back? Who's making a difference? Who's making the world a better place? Bucket list adventure. You know who's out there getting the goods, as Timmy Road would say. Who's out there having fun, right? Doing memorable stuff, taking pictures that if they died, they would hang them up at their funeral around the coffin. Here's me on Cager Bolton Rock. Here's me at the top of Kilimanjaro. Who's doing these bucket list pictures, right? Horizontal income. You don't want to nominate someone for horizontal income if if their ratio is 10%, you know? Who's horizontal income pays their bills plus, 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 and authentic relationships? Who's, you know, who has an envious marriage? Really? Who has an envious marriage? Which one of the GoBros is having the most sex? Right? Or which one of the GoBros is getting the, the deepest relationships with people, has the most friends, is an incredible patriarch? That's a good one. Who's the best patriarch, right? For their family, who thinks like a patriarch, as we all should be thinking like patriarch. Nominate that person. But here's the killer, guys. You can't nominate an elder. Elders don't count, right? Because everybody knows the elders, so they're top of mind. And it's too easy to nominate an elder. So no elders, please. No Pat, Tim, David, Rock, Mark, or Mike. Zip. That's it. Pick. There's 124 others to pick from. Just scroll through your Facebook friends. Nominate six killer pillars. Or at least just go in and nominate one or two. I don't care. And also, if you're tied... If you're like, man, this guy is is hyper-focused on horizontal and this guy's hyper-focused, you can nominate them both. It does allow you to nominate more than one person for, for one category. So go and do it, please. Results to come in the future. It's a fun thing. So please do it. Thank you. That's it for now, guys. Grab life big, brothers. Grab life big. Glad you were home. I'm always home. I'm on cool. Me too. You're doing great. The only true currency in this bankrupt world is what you share with someone else when you're uncool. Is that my advice to you? I know you think these guys are your friends. If you want to be a true friend to them, be honest and unmerciful. Grab life big. All right, go bros. Let's dig deep into the GoBro room. We're going to have some brutally authentic conversation today. I got Hunter Milligan on the line from Denver, Colorado. Hunter, welcome to Grab Life Big. Hey, how's it going, guys? 
Hunter, why don't you give us like a five-minute rundown on uh, like the day you were born to today? Okay. All right. And you'll time me. Um, so let's see. I was born in Indianapolis, uh, Indiana, and moved to Poughkeepsie. My dad was an IBMer. Then uh, I said, you know, let's move west when I was five years old. So uh, we chose uh, Boulder and grew up in Boulder, Colorado, back in the 60s and 70s. Had a great time, rode bicycles, backpack, played tennis at Niwot High, had a lot of great friends. And then when it was time to go to college, went to CU, studied, got my double uh, E CS, that's electrical engineering, computer science, uh, partied a lot when I was at CU. Met a lot of crazy people. Had my first big adventure when I was 19. A group of guys of us went uh, bike touring on spring break, five days and... Uh, Motorcycles? Near, uh, no, bi bicycles. <laughs> okay, bicycles. Bicycles, yeah. Uh, near Roswell, New Mexico, and uh, ran out of food and water and uh, learned a lot. Had, a, <laughs> had an epic time. Did you, uh, like, did you, like... What happened? Like, did you have to go a couple of days without food and water? No, no. We um, we were. This is back in the days of paper maps, right? So we there were all these towns on the um, map that uh, had, uh, you know, there were supposed to be these towns here. So us being nineteen, you know, thought, okay, well, we can get food and water there. So we um, ran out of water for I think about half a day. You know, when you're riding your bike and it's you know eighty degrees, water is an important uh, item to have. And uh, we ate some uh, dried o instant oatmeal to get us through. And then we finally found food in a place called May Hill, New Mexico, and ate a bunch of bologna sandwiches. And we all kind of got uh, sick later in the day because we ate too much. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. You know why? Because actually, my wife's sister lived in May Hill for like 10 years. She, no way. Yeah, yeah. She's a doctor on an Indian reservation there. She lives in Hawaii now, but I've been to May. Matter of fact, I've, I think I've been there twice to May Hill, New Mexico. That's hilarious. Small All right, cool. So now you're in Colorado. How many kids you got? I've got two kids. I've got uh, two boys, one Ryan, who's 12, and Chase, who's uh, 15. And uh, they're excited about getting done with school. We've got another week left. Awesome. Awesome. And what do you do? Like, what's your job? I lead a group of software developers, um, and we work on a site, uh, mobile and web, called DishAnywhere.com. So you can watch your satellite television on the mobile and web. Did you come up with that? I mean, did you work with Dish, or like, how's that work? No, um, they came up with it. Um, I, I consulted software, writing code, doing websites uh, on my own, had my own company, and then uh, got a, an offer to uh, basically spin up a new group to uh, take over the apps and uh, run with it. So uh, I took it. That was six years ago and been there ever since. Been pretty pretty fun, fun, fun ride. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. All right, well, let's, um, let's get into some nitty-gritty. Let's look at your one sheet. What percentager are you? I'm a 10-percenter. 10-percenter, 10 10 okay. Yeah. And what's, uh, what's, how much is your horizontal income? It's uh, 15K. 15,000. What's it consist of? 
It consists of two rental properties, um, and uh, the rest are basically, gosh, brain fart here, uh, basically dividend uh, stocks. Dividends, yeah, dividend paying, yep. As long as you pay capital gains on them or you sell them and pay you know capital gains tax and they're definitely horizontal and certainly dividend paying stocks are taxable so they count so that's awesome okay so what about net worth what's your net worth it's 1.549 million awesome and uh, you put the value of your company in there or what's how's that broken down that's uh, basically it's our my rental properties, um, the equity on my house, and uh, also stocks and uh, retirement um, savings. Savings, thank you. Yeah. All right. Cool. So, what about your um, life happiness index? What's your average there? It is a seven point three. Seven point three. All right. Not yeah. bad. Not bad. And then uh, what, what's your give back ratio? That's one I am not familiar with. What is the, that's a, that's a new term. Okay. So what's your, first of all, what's your, like, if I take your 15, you know, thousand and your, your horizontal and your vertical, how much is your vertical? My vertical is uh, 200K. So you take the total amount and then it, let's say you gave back $21,500 a year to charity, your give back ratio would be 10%. If you give back $2,150 to charity every year, it'd be 1%. Okay. I'm about, let's see, it's about a five, yeah, five-ish, four to five percenter. Okay. All right. Good. Yeah. What about health? Like, uh, what are you weighing these days? I'm weighing 182. All right. And uh, what's your body fat? It is 16.8. All right. And so what do you do? Like, uh, how tall are you? Um, six foot. Six foot and a half. Okay. So, like, how do you maintain that? What's your, what's your diet? What's your exercise routine look like? Okay. So as far as diet, uh, you know, I read the um, Blue Zones uh, when uh, you guys sent that book out and kind of changed my view of things. So I eat... Uh, two out of three meals, I'll do uh, vegetarian or pescatarian, and then the third meal, which is usually dinner, I'll eat meat. My my family's not big into uh, vegetarian, and I wanna I want to uh, you know share the food with them. So that's yeah, kind of break what, bread. But, yeah, it's an it's awkward when everyone's eating something different, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, it is. I tried it and it didn't feel right. So I feel very comfortable now, you know, eating meat um, uh, with with the family. So, and as far as and I feel a lot better eating, you know, the, the light food, I got to say. I've cut out sugar in that uh, I don't eat any desserts, you know, no sweets. I'll say I'll do it once a month. But uh, the other days, uh, I've cut that out. Uh, did that with Jeff DeLone, a GoBundance brother. We agreed to that, and I've cut out bread, too. So feeling a lot better. And let's see. Oh, so for exercise, I do – I read the um, – Oh, what was that book? Younger Next Year, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's a yeah. great book. Yeah, Colorado guys wrote that, I think. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, he lives up in, I think, Vail. So I read that, and that inspired me. And so I do T25. Uh, it's kind of a P90X, uh, smaller version. Mm. I do that uh, Monday through Friday. And I'll mix in Tai Chi once in a while. I've, I've done Tai Chi for, gosh, 20 years now. 
Nice. And on the weekends, I do, uh, I'll go mountain biking uh, once or twice uh, a day. I'm sorry, yeah, once or twice. And then uh, I'll go snowboarding. And um, then during the mud season here, uh, we uh, do chores around the house. And luckily, we're out of mud season. So it's been mountain biking. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, cool. All right. So let's talk a little bit about bucket list adventures. Uh, what would you say your best uh, bucket list adventure has been so far in life? I've done two. Gosh, it's, it's hard to say. Um, they're, they're different, but so I'll do. Uh, they're similar. I, I went around the world back in my 20s with my buddy. Quit, quit job, got courageous and took off and traveled around for a year. Went over to Asia and Europe, met a ton of great people. And then uh, nine years later, my wife and I, for our honeymoon, we went uh, around the world. Um, she's Filipina, so we went over to the Philippines for a couple months and then over to uh, Singapore and over to Vietnam, Laos, and then over to Nepal and India and then over to Europe. Jeez, so, how long did that take? That was, uh, we went, we were gone for 10 months. Jeez, wait a minute. Wow. And you guys just back, like, how old were you? We were 36. So, yeah. yeah so, okay. So, like, did you, you didn't, did you have kids at the time or? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so, okay. No kids, right? And you decided to take a 10 month vacation at 36 years old. This is pretty brilliant, right? Because a lot of people at 36, I mean, they're like, you know, they're deep into it, right? You know, they're caught up with their fucking mortgage payments and their, you know, cars and life, you know, jobs. I mean, like, how did you guys basically take a year of life off to do such an amazing trip? Well, I, um, let me back up for a minute. So I took a year off with my buddy, um, saved up some money. And then I said, you know, I want to meet a, a girl that will, Want to travel around the world that has adventurous streak in her. So I met my wife, Mindy. How'd you, okay, so how'd you find her? Well, we worked at, uh, we wrote software on uh, airplanes. Uh, we met in Phoenix. I went there after school. You, wait a minute, you wrote software for airplanes? Right, for, yeah, navigation software. Navigation software. That was your job. That was our job, right. Okay. So she worked on the Boeing, I worked on the Airbus, you know, so. We, we met, and uh, actually, I got a gig in France working uh, on the Airbus. So I was over there for two and a half years working on the Airbus. And she uh, came over and lived with me for a year uh, in Sin, which was fun, which I, I think is okay since we got married. But uh, Yeah, well, it doesn't count if you're in another country, of course. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So we uh, came back to the States, worked for a few years, and saved our money as software engineers. And then we said, hey, let's go around the world uh, for our honeymoon. We'd been talking about it, and, and we did it. And you just both took uh, a year off work, basically. Yeah, we just quit our, we, we quit our jobs. Take this job and, and shove it, right? And then you Pretty just... much, man. I got to tell you, it was a good feeling. Really? And how much money did you need for that? We saved up 40 k for the trip, and we spent 28 k so we, we were backpacking and staying in, you know, hostels and guest houses and on the cheap for uh, most of the time. And once in a while, we'd splurge and stay in a nice hotel. But we stayed in, you know, huts on the beaches. And <laughs> one, one thing, here, here's, a, here's a funny story is my, um, 
we were drinking beers with uh, some of the local uh, Filipinos uh, one night, and the um, after I think ten o'clock they turn off the generators. There's no electricity there on the beach, and my wife was uh, had to go to the bathroom and went and sat on the uh, she sat on the uh, toilet and she heard something. She's like, "That can't be down." She looked down. There was a rat in the toilet. <laughs> so, I don't know why I thought of that, Pat, but uh, I yeah, guess. it was waiting for dinner. It was. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. That, yeah. Well, uh, that's pretty cool, though. So, and then, and then, how old were you when you had kids? I was uh, forty years old when I had my uh, first son. Okay, and she was forty-two. She was uh, thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Okay. Well, very cool. Uh, boy, I'm sure you got really smart kids. You know, both being you know the software developers for airplanes. So. Yeah, they're uh, they take after their mom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're smart. That's awesome. Um, all right, man. That that that's cool. So let let's talk about countries. Like, do you know how many countries you've been to? I've been to uh, twenty five. What? No, that can't be right, right? Like, how many? There's like two hundred and some countries now, right? Yeah, yeah. There's there's a there's a million countries, but, uh, but you should have been to more than that. It would maybe I've been to more. Yeah, so. Maybe thirty-five. Yeah. I, you know, that's a good question. I, I yeah, to... I think th I think you're wrong because you could be you could do five countries in Europe in a weekend. You know. Yeah, the thing is, when when I travel, I like to kind of go deep into a country and uh, you know hang out there. So most of the countries we went to, we'd stay uh, a month or two in each country. Really? So yeah. Would you get jobs there or? No, no, we just saved up our money and. You know, and you just, would hang out, like, yeah. you know, in Manila for a month. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Well, not in Manila. Manila is uh, not the actually nicest city. But yeah. uh, <laughs> we stay with uh, family. Um, one of the things I've learned is you go into the capital city because that's where the flights are. But get up to the countryside. The people are, uh, you know, a lot more relaxed. And you get to learn the prices of things and just kind of the, the vibe and the culture and uh, then when you go back to the capital city, you know you're you're somewhat savvy, and you know you know some of the lingo, and you can uh, deal well because there's uh, it seems like in the city, you know, the capital cities, there's always someone trying to uh, scam a you know a, a tourist. Well, but, you know, there's no right or wrong, right? I mean, I guess a lot of people probably do have it wrong in that they, you know, they're like, okay, I got you know one night in this country, I'm going to go to a next one. I got one night in this country, I'm going to go to the next one and try to biz bang out as many you know major cities as you can but doing something in a country like china right you know spending a month in china or a month in philippines or a month in you know thailand or or what have you you're going to see so much more and you're going to remember so much more and you're going to have such deeper relations and understanding of it you know oh yeah yeah it's basically you know it's a different way of approaching it, like you said i mean yeah some people like to just go and uh yeah you know experience it and uh, uh you know like i'm I'm shooting uh, to go to, we have an office in the Ukraine, so I'm trying to set up a trip to the Ukraine, and that will just be for, you know, three or four days. But, hey, why not? Right. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Cool. So, well, what do you got, what, what do you want to do in the future that you haven't done? Oh, lots of stuff. I want to, I want to take my, um, well, one thing we're doing this uh, summer is uh, we're taking my uh, boys, so my wife and I are taking my boys to the Philippines for the first time. So my wife has a huge family, 
so right now there's 24 of us uh, heading out of LA at the end of August on an A380, you know, one of those big monster jets. I think we'll fill it up. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're going to go over there for two and a half weeks and visit some of her family and then go down to some islands, different islands. There's 7,107 islands in the Philippines. Bet you didn't know that, huh, Pat? No. I... <laughs> <laughs> 7,000 islands. Seven, wow. yeah. Jeez. So we're going to go down to some of the islands and there's, there's zip lining, there's some, uh, canoeing there's rafting so we're gonna do some adventure trips down there so i'm really excited to take the boys yeah and yeah that, and they'll love it and the zip lining there uh, uh is between um they kind of do it there's so many islands they'll do it between like two islands so i'm really excited to to do that i've never zip lined across uh you know a, a big a body of water so that's gonna be fun yeah i mean like yeah so how far apart are they i, I don't know i, I saw yeah, the video let's let's say i don't know a quarter mile half mile okay yeah fascinating yeah well that'll be a good trip and how long is that trip two and a half weeks okay and then what else you got what the what are your like let's talk about your greatest hits so you know every musician out there has if they're any good has a greatest hits album what would you say you know hunter's greatest hits album uh consists of what what events or life moments the uh well the round the world trip uh living in france kind of touched on those um my boys uh chase and ryan are are amazing i mean they're they bring me so much joy and uh also as you know pat as a parent they they bring a lot of growth opportunities too for for myself and my wife but having a great time with them my oldest i'm snowboarding with him now and mountain biking and my younger one likes um team sports baseball uh, football, so I play baseball and football with him, and he's disciplined like uh, nobody else. So, and, and Chase has this magical joy and curiosity uh, spark. So he, he's he's fabulous. Let's see. And then a recent greatest hits, more on a I guess a somber note was I broke my leg snowboarding at Steamboat last year, and I, I you know I'm a, I'm a uh, gotta go gotta do all the time type of guy and I gotta say that uh, when it happened I, I, I've i been doing a lot of meditation beforehand and I was really pleased that I was able to um, within five minutes just let go I was I was angry at the entire planet I gotta say hmm. uh, mainly myself uh, you know for uh, having to have surgery and being non-weight bearing for 10 weeks um, but, so I let go of that you really broke it Oh yeah, no, I, I not I, an old-fashioned uh, cast like when you were a kid, where people just sign it and it's off in you know, a couple of weeks. No, 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 yeah, I got the uh, real deal, I guess. Got some metal and uh, screws in me still. Um, so, anyways, I, I let go of the anger in five minutes. I, I said, "Hey, give me five minutes to my wife," and she goes, "Well, you know, uh, it doesn't make sense to be angry." I said, "Well, give me five minutes." So, in three minutes, I let go of the anger, and um, I just really. Got into surrendered to the event and and learned uh, a ton about acceptance and just slowing down. So it was really it's one of those you know silver lining events and it's really served me well since. So, so like, did uh, you like what did you learn about uh, slowing down? Like, did you take transcendental meditation classes or did you just listen to some gurus on tape or you know on the computer? What uh, tell us? Do tell. Okay. So I've been doing something called the release technique for, gosh, I think 12 years. Uh, Jeff DeLone, 
Um, another uh, GoBro is uh, he and I met there, and that's how I got into GoBundance. Um, so it's a form of meditation where you look at your feelings and just uh, release them, i.e. let them go. So I had a lot of time to let go of a lot of my baggage. And also I just came to realize that I, I got into accepting of a lot of things that I was spun up about. Um, you know, some of the things I hadn't accomplished and I just let go and said, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm where I am. I'm actually great. I have a great family. I have a great wife and I let go of a lot of, uh, anger that I had, uh, pushed down. So, uh, I feel a lot, I feel a lot lighter because of it. Okay. That's awesome. All right, cool. So, uh, how often are you doing uh, some form of meditation or relaxation exercise? Oh, I do it uh, every morning. It's part of my miracle morning. I get up and I'll meditate for uh, 30 minutes before, uh, you know, after I journal and after I read and before I do my exercises. That's it's, awesome. Uh, That's yeah. awesome. All right, cool. All right, so let's talk a little bit about this plane question. And I'm going to run you through a scenario. You're going to answer this question in the third person, okay? So, I mean, the first person. So you're not talking to me anymore as soon as I shut up, okay? Okay. Uh, you are on a plane, Hunter, and you see smoke coming from the wings. Okay. You, the, the pilot says, brace for impact. You are going down fast. You see a phone. You have a 30-second phone call to make. Go. Okay. All right, ring, ring, ring. Mindy, I'm in a plane. I'm going down. I love you. I've had such great times with you. I can't believe all the adventures we've done together, all of our, the boys we put uh, on the planet. They're fabulous kids. They're going to do great, and I know you're going to do great. Um, and thank you for the years we've had, the 27 years we've had together. I love you so much. <laughs> 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 nice sound effect <laughs> nice all right very good all right so let's wrap this up with a, a few spins of the uh, go abundance app how's that sound okay all right buddy hunter yes describe losing your virginity <laughs> Oh, let's see. <laughs> well, I haven't thought about that one in a long time. I was uh, with my uh, girlfriend, and <laughs> we, yeah, I have to say it was rather awkward. I mean, I was all excited about it, but uh, I have to say uh, I didn't last long. <laughs> it was kind of a disappointing thing. But you were a two-pump chump. I was, I was pretty much. It was. Uh, How old were you? I was uh, 19. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was a late bloomer, I guess. Was she a virgin um, too, or was she yes, no stranger no, she, to the posturpedic? No, she was a, a virgin too. So uh, luckily we stayed together a while, and uh, actually I yeah, got uh, got down and had some uh, nice uh, nice sex. We learned it together. That was fun. You learned it together, right. You made up. Yeah. You redeemed yourself. Yes. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. All right, let me give you another one. Hold on. Hunter, describe yes. a describe <laughs> yeah. describe a moment of violence 
you witnessed or were involved in? A moment of violence. Huh. Yeah, there's several, but the one that, for whatever reasons, I um, had watched the Deer Hunter. This is a bit bolder. I was going to school at the time. And we walked out of the Deer Hunter, which was a rather disturbing movie at the time. And uh, it was, uh, I don't know, it was like uh, midnight, we'll say. But anyways, we walked out and there were two guys walking down the street. And then uh, a couple guys approached him and just started beating him up. And it was very strange. I've never seen people beat each other up in uh, Boulder. So we stood there and then the guys ran away and we went up to the guys who'd gotten beaten up and said, Hey, how you doing? And, you know, we, we, we just helped them and walked, talked to them for a while. And that was that. And, and were, were they, they, did they just kind of jump them or was it like, um, like, do you have any idea what happened? They just, yeah, they basically said, and we're like, what happened? They're like, we haven't, we have no idea who those guys were. So it was just a random act of violence. It was, like I said, it was the first time I've ever seen anything like that, and especially after the deer hunter. It was very, very disturbing. Right. Yeah, it's bad enough you emotionally see it in the theater, and then yeah. next thing you know, you're right there. Yeah, yeah. it's odd. I think people are sick, you know what I mean, when you see that stuff, and the, and I know that YouTube is full of them now, you know. Oh, yeah. People just, and it's like, uh, it's just they're sick. They don't make any sense. I, just, I don't get that, you know. No, I, I know it's it's some form of you know self hatred that uh, you know they uh, extend on other people, but yeah, it's 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 sad, very. Well, this has been awesome, dude. You know, you got some great, uh, incredible trips. I think you've given a lot of people inspiration on making their trips a little bit longer. You know, no more five day long weekend trips. You know, you've had two major year long vacations you know at definitely points in life where other people would never do that and i think that that's that's massively inspirational a lot of people that have been on the show you know want to take long trips want to do you know exotic things and go to cool places and you certainly have uh walked the talk so thanks for that oh yeah yeah if anyone wants to talk about traveling yeah reach out to me it's uh you know it's uh it was I have to say, now that I'm older, I'm so glad I did it when I was younger. Um, but, you know, if uh, when my kids leave, my wife and I are going to, you know, do long trips again. So just be not as not as insane. Yeah, shit. And nowadays, right, 28 mm -hmm. grand is chump change, right? So, like, oh, yeah. you know, you know, I mean, you could do some you could do some amazing. We don't I think we don't realize sometimes like what we could do with our money. Rock Thomas, you know, nailed this so deeply on one of our trips i think it was when we were in peru um he asked we were all doing our one sheets and it was a group of like 15 of us standing around a fire and david was doing his one sheet and he said you know what's the most you've lost on a business and david was like well shit i lost a million on this second language school i opened up in 12 month time i lost went out of business and rock said uh, well how much what's the most you've spent on a vacation and David said, if I had to guess, 15000 Wow. Rock was like, well, let's just let that sink in. And then uh, shortly thereafter, I think this was actually even before Peru. I think it was when we were in Norway or something. But shortly thereafter, I you know, took my family to China and spent 55000 on that. And then David had to up that. And he took – no, Tim took his family to Thailand – 
you know, extended family, it cost him 60. And then David just took uh, his business partner and his business partner's family, his own kids, his wife, maybe even his mom uh, to South Africa and spent 90000 So, wow. you know, and it's really not about the the cost. It's about, you know, thinking big like that, like not thinking, you know, going to Detroit, Michigan for a week or, or your local beach. It's like thinking right. like, you know, we can yeah. do this, you know? So I oh, love it. I love the mind expansion of the idea, I guess. Yeah. And then did you have a great time? You know, like when you went, you said, I think you went to Peru. Oh, yeah. We went to Peru. But the family trip, I took uh, my sister, oh. who can't, who definitely can't afford it, and mm-hmm. her three kids and my mm-hmm. kids, who none of them could have afforded to go to China, right? Right. You know, oh, China. I mean, That's right. China. You know, all teenagers, let's just say. It was mm-hmm. me and seven women who would have never went by themselves. And, you know, I just made it happen. You know, I paid for the whole thing and made it and made it happen. I did the, I did my sister, and my mom, I took them to Sweden or went with Sweden. Uh, they wouldn't have went alone. Right. At that time, you know. And so, you know, yeah, I think, it, you know, as patriarchs, I think it's awesome to be able to push these memories, you know, mm-hmm. not just for us, but for others in our families. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's fabulous. I mean, we... Because we started out, the our Philippines trip started out as just originally it was going to be my son and his cousin going with his uncle, and uh, started thinking about it. My wife and I, and we're like, "Well, heck, let's go too." And anyways, it blossomed from three people. Now it's uh, twenty-four, so <laughs> it's going to be epic. Yeah, that's that's huh. incredible. That that that's great, man. You know, you're making memories in people's lives that'll last a long, long time, and hopefully creating traditions, you know, that they'll do with their families and great grandkids and great, great grandkids. You know what I mean? Be like, let's do this again, guys. Oh yeah. You know, I hadn't thought about the, uh, uh, the future. Um, but that's great. That's a, I love that. It's all there. You know, love you, that. you definitely should get a professional photo taken or something while you're there. A huge photo of everybody. And then, you know, as a gift one year, frame it really nice and then give it to everybody and put like have it say like family at the bottom or something like that i mean just like just having that picture people will never no matter how many times they move they'll never get rid of that thing oh that is brilliant i love that idea thank you i'm gonna yeah. put that in my uh my evernote yes there thank you, you. All right, Hunter. Well, sounds good, brother. Well, I will be seeing you um, uh, on a GoBundance trip uh, soon, I am sure. Luckily for you, you know, our January event is in Steamboat, Colorado, so I'm sure you will be at that. And uh, and uh, best of luck to you. If I don't see you before, then I'll see you in Steamboat. That'll be great, yes. And I absolutely will be in Steamboat ripping up uh, some freshies. There you go, boss. Guys. <laughs> All right. I'll see you. All right. Thanks, man. Grab life big.